0: Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It is a bright, bright, bright day. Amen. On LUTGRadio.com, WKKP, digital broadcasting. We're on a 102.4 FM dial over here in um, Halton City, Texas, over in the DFW area. And we just want to say good morning. Good morning to you, you, and you. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Whoa. Ouch. What was in my ear? Ah. Oh, my goodness. I woke up this morning, I went to bed kind of late, and I was like, Lord God, what you want to talk about? Because I've been thinking about a few things that I wanted to talk about, and then I scratched it, and I was like, nah, maybe not that. I had like several different topics I wanted to talk about, but the only thing I can think of today is, uh, make sure y'all go to church today, amen. Make sure you go to church today. I apologize to you folks uh, listening via the FM. There we go. We are on 102.4 on the FM dial. This is, uh, my name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on lutgradio.com, WKKP, digital broadcasting. And a good hallelujah to you this morning. We're going to open up in prayer, then we're going to put on the whole armor of God, and then we're going to see where it goes from there. Amen. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Lord God, you are our strength and our hope, our joy. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. We thank you for your peace. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank you for your strength and for your joy. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, for having mercy on those that have passed on before us, those that are translated before us. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace. We pray, Lord God, that um that as we are living today in the earth, Hallelujah. That we will honor you with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. That we won't wait until we get into the supernatural, into the heavens to try and honor you. But Lord God, we'll do it now. I pray, oh Lord God, that people are not just convinced, but they take an opportunity to believe in you. To believe on you, to believe your word, to believe what you say is true. Just to simply believe. Like when somebody tell you their name, you call them by their name, whether you like their name or not. That's their name. I thank you, Lord God, that we call you by your name. We call you Jesus. We call you Jehovah. We call you the Lord God. I am. We call the we call you the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. We We thank you, Jehovah God, the Father, the Creator, the Waymaker, Jesus, our Savior, the Holy Ghost, our Comforter, the Lord God, our Waymaker. We call you as you are, Lord. We call you as you are. We believe you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you, Lord God, for believing us, Lord. And we ask you, O oh Father God, to deliver us from evil, for your word says that you lead us not into temptation, but that you deliver us from evil. And I thank you, Lord God, that as I part my lips, that no child, no man, no adult, no person, tries to speak through my lips, but you Lord God, no spirit of witchcraft, divination or any demonic spirit. For the body of Christ is not to be possessed or oppressed. For our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. I just thank you, Lord God, for delivering us from evil. I thank you, Lord God, that I can live my life wholly unto you and that the blessings that you provided for me will actually get to me. I pray, Lord God, that... um, the persons or robots that are constantly attacking my phone that, Lord God, the truth will be revealed concerning those people that are behind those bots behind those text messages that the truth will be revealed and any monies that they have stolen from anybody will return to the, be returned to the persons that they stole it from any identities that they've stolen from people. They, I'm not the only one they're texting. Anything that they've stolen from people will be returned to the rightful owner. I pray, O oh Lord God, that you will save their souls, Father. And lead them in the way to go. Because when you steal from people. When you steal from the wrong one. They are not going to want their money back and be happy. This world likes to get vengeance and justice. But God says vengeance belongs to me. And justice comes by his way. I pray that these people will receive justice by way of the father in the name of Jesus. And not from the anger of this world. I thank you, Lord God, for leading the police and legal authorities in the right way that they may catch these people. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right. So I wasn't really going to say anything about that. But, you know, I kind of get tired of it happening. So. Um, all right. You know, you get spammers um, sending you text messages. One of the ones that always comes through is. Don't you want to take this money? You ought to take this money. You should be taking this money. I'm going to give it to another family. And then they misspell family. I'm like, don't you have one of those? Do you not know how to spell that word? (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's so crazy. So banana boat. Over Christmas, it was saying things like, "Uh, come get this money. You know you want it. And during my fundraiser, it was even worse. You know, you want this money, we got $6,000 for you. And I'm thinking, if you got $6,000, bro, then go ahead and put it, you know, (laughs) put it where the fundraiser said to put it. You know, we do paper trails up in this place. You know, I didn't respond to the text because, again, they spilled everything wrong. And I don't respond to text messages. And so I'm like, uh, okay, we don't want this here. These these folks are up to no good, up to no good. You know, you try to ignore them for a little bit, but they keep going on and on and on and on. Isn't it funny how crooks, you know the funny thing about crooks is that they will wish you rich so that they can steal from you. I kid you. you. ever thought about that? How crooks will pursue anybody they think is rich. So in another words, crooks are calling you rich. Isn't that wonderful? Crooks, crooks are calling you rich. Crooks are calling you rich so that they can steal from you. I mean, you just got to thank God for the the anointing. That comes out of their mouth. Really? <laughs> like, won't well, be it unto me, like Mary. Like, They're going to call me rich? Okay. I receive it. I receive it. <sighs> <sighs> Folks are like, be quiet because they may come. They may come and try and take your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? They might want to bring a shopping bag full of groceries and money. I mean because it's empty over here. <laughs> when the house is empty, you gotta bring food to it. You gotta bring money to it. You don't get to go shopping. You but you can bring some groceries. <laughs> We're gonna put on a whole armor of God. I'm sitting up here eating peanuts. No, I probably should not be eating peanuts while I'm trying to talk on air. But I um I uh wanted some kind of nutrient and I I didn't wanna have junk food early in the morning. I got my plain old unsalted peanuts. Alright, so. We're going to pull the whole armor of God today. Luke 24, 45. And then open heed their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 17. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we rest not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against, pow- against powers, against rulers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and have it done all to stand stand therefore have your loins girded about with truth and have it on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. You ever play football, touch football, flag football, and you got the ball, and it's your job to get past the line of the opposing team. you the quarterback. Now, you got to throw that ball on the other side of all these people while some 300-pound kid is running at you. Or you got to run through this team. (laughs) And the opposing team got to make sure you don't make it to the other side. Sports is a good example of standing. Of girding up your loins and standing. Because they got to do everything in their power to make sure you don't make that point. Everything in their power. You ever seen um, in the movies where um, there's a movie called Olympus has fallen. They called Olympus has fallen. And they do this line formation on the um, top of the building. They use like it's called a sniper line formation. And they circle the building. They all come up and everybody take their point and they're about like six feet apart or something. And every six feet you got a gun that's gonna be like bam, 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 bam shooting at whatever's, you know, on the ground. But, um, the only way to kill a sniper formation is to have a bigger gun in the air that shoots faster than a human being. And the reason why it hits faster than a human being, pardon me, the reason why it's faster than a human being is because the bullets are faster. And so, what happens, at least what I observed, is that When a bullet from a machine gun, and the bullet is about the length of a palm, about the length of a hand of an adult, and those are really, really big bullets, so that's a lot of gunpowder. And the edge of the bullet is shaped like a cone. It's like a sharpened cone, so, I mean, it's bad enough that the bullet got all this gunpowder in it. And that is coming out of this high-powered gun. You ever try to pump up a BB gun? And you pump it up, you get enough air in it. And you finally shoot it, it kicks you back a little bit. But that thing goes, shoot! Shooting out the gun. And for some of y'all that don't own a gun, it's like making a slingshot. And you pull that slingshot back and you let that rock go. That rock is going to fly, baby. You get enough tension on that rubber band. That baby is going to fly and it's going to do some damage to whatever you pointed it at. And so anyway, when that bullet hit the people, hit the person, that bullet is so big that if somebody is standing behind you, they gonna get hit too because of the force of the bullet. But here's the thing. When your neighbor get hit, the recovery time that it takes you, That it takes a human being to recover from seeing what they saw so that and and so they could press the button to fire back at this thing is too long. And so military people have to put blinders on like a horse. Because no matter how strong you are and how tough you are, when you see something and something is so outrageous. And your first thought is, is that going to happen to me? And so you got, you got to focus your mind and your everything on that target. On that target. So that you don't stop and end up getting shot. You cannot fall back. Did you know that out of 10 people on the front line... Only maybe three of them are shooting. And seven may have been killed. Or three killed and four pee in their pants. Why? It's normal. You just saw somebody get their hair blown off. That's a little shocking. So when you are going up against a giant and you see your neighbor fall. And succumb to the will of the enemy. You cannot stand there looking at them. Fall. To sin. You got to rebuke that sin. And say get up off of them now in the name of Jesus. And tell that person. Say the name Jesus. Because people think that. Because the enemy may look bigger than they are. That they can't fight back. They think that they can't say the name Jesus. The only thing that is in front of you is the heat of terror. That hot breath stank. Humans are kind of different in that when something smells bad, our senses go, oh, we got to get away from that. Oh, my goodness, you smell like a sword. Oh, your breath stank. And we try and cover our noses. We try and cover our mouth. We cover our ears. You stank so bad. Like, oh my goodness, you stank. Oh my God. How do you smell like that? What is wrong with you? And then you remember that you're talking to a demon. (laughs) And not an actual person. But you gotta remember, in the face of terror, one, it ain't even your battle. You're like, what? It ain't your battle. It's God's battle. Stand on the word of God. When you start standing on the word of God, and the first word of God is Jesus. Good God. That's the whole word, Jesus. Everything must bow at his name. Don't give your soul over to the devil. Don't do it. The the enemy will try and take over your body and tell you that you can have one room in your own house. So it and all these demons can roam free in your body. Each one taking a turn, living your life. And people call you schizophrenic. The only schizophrenic thing that you got going on is you didn't call on the name of Jesus, but we're going to help you. Jesus, Jesus, I thank you, Lord God, that you set every man free. Jesus, Jesus, give them back their body, Lord God, set them in their right mind. Hallelujah, Jesus, deliver them from evil, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus verse 18 <coughs> i'm on ephesians 18 i think i am <coughs> well you know me i will read it no i did finish um yeah so i'm on verse 18 it says praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching therein too with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me. That utterance may be given unto me. That I may open my mouth boldly. To make known the mystery of the gospel. That's the that's the mystery. Jesus. Amen. Every knee must bow at the name of Jesus. Some of y'all think. Because the devil keep telling y'all this. That he ain't got to bow. At the name of Jesus. Don't believe that hype. Don't believe it. And some of them will make you. <laughs> some. <laughs> the devil got some people thinking. And and this is because some, some, some humans and some people that became a Christian. So that they can learn some of the ways of Christians. Keep telling demons. Oh, all you got to do is stand against the word of God. So they're using our own words and power against us, right? They're saying things like, all you got to do is stand and don't move and don't don't react to the words that they speak to you. And uh, that way you can get over on people, on humans, and you can take over them. So they're standing against. Christians. Against the word of God. And so really what they're telling them is if you believe you can achieve. And God says, if you will keep my word, i make it my home in you and you and me. If you keep my word, I'll fight your battles. And so God is asking you to stand against the wiles of the devil. And so the wow, one of the wiles of the devil is to use your own words against you. He's been doing that for years. Your own personal words. He'll use the word of God. He'll use Jesus. Against you. Anything he can find. That he can make you disbelieve. Just a little. Like I did with Adam and Eve. He ain't got to make you disbelieve 100%. Just a little. Why? Because God is a 100% God. That's why. God is a 100% God. God ain't going to tolerate one foot in one foot out. That's why he calls you to repentance. And Who are you for this morning? I'm for Jesus. I'm just telling you the truth. Ephesians 6.24 says, Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. Y'all can name y'all kids all the names of the Bible all you want. But if you don't tell them about the love of Jesus and how much God loves them, you are not doing them a favor. Did you know that? Here's a problem. Every time somebody says their name. And they have a name that is from God. A name that is anointed by the word of God. There's something that re- that happens in them. But if they don't know the truth. They speak against the thing that they're feeling. They go against the thing that they that that. That their name is, and they end up cursing themselves. They end up cursing themselves. So, anyway, don't just give them the names that are the blessings of the Lord, but remind them, tell them every day how much Jesus loves them. Call them blessed. Call them blessed. Go to Numbers 624. Since we're talking about blessings. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. See, God wants to put his name upon you. I don't want to put my name on you. I don't babysit. I don't adopt kids. I don't even adopt people. I truly don't. We got things to do. I don't time I don't have time to put somebody on my tit. I don't I don't have that. But this is what I will do for you. I'll offer you the gospel. I'll tell you about Jesus. And I expect you to Seek out the word for yourself. I'll I, I tell you the truth. When it ain't your business, I'll do you a favor and say it ain't your business. And just like Jesus. See, when I, when I say things like that, it ain't your business, it keeps me from cursing you out. When y'all like that better, somebody just say, you know, look, uh, you know, don't worry about that. You know, I don't want everyone to talk about that. And, you know, that ain't really your business. I better than getting cussed out. I had the strangest encounter the other day. I just want to say that we're moving on to Psalm ninety-one. It's my little interlude. As y'all moving about to and from, um, I understand. Back in the day. Preachers used to practice witchcraft and used to believe in Jesus. they get in the pulpit and talk about the love of Christ. And they practice witchcraft because white folks was trying to kill them. That ain't changed. Well, a lot of white folks got saved for real. So things have changed. A new generation, you know, things change. But there's still people practicing witchcraft. Now, here's a funny thing. I have never had a problem with people with um, witches. Not that I know of. Why? Because I don't look at people's religion, I look at the people. All like, right, what? I don't look at people's religion, I look at the people. I don't look at their religion, I look at the people. And I already know, people going to do what they want to do, no matter what you say. So the only thing you can do is represent God. If you're a Christian, all you can do is represent God and tell them the truth. And let them figure it out on their own. And, you know, just ask them, hey, look, don't practice that witchcraft on me, all right? You know, I'm going to be friendly to you. I'm going to be nice to you. Just don't practice that stuff on me why because you know especially if they're a friend you grew up with them they're a friend or whatnot um you don't want them to end up dead somewhere because the word of god says i will bless those that bless thee and curse those that curse thee and so if they come at you practicing all that strange stuff they're gonna run up against the wall of god and they're gonna have some problems now he gonna try and win them over He's going to try and get them to repent and relent, but that spirit of evil that's on them be like, nah, and that spirit don't care if they die or live, but God cares whether or not they live or die. God wants them to live, but he won't let them take a life. He won't let them take a life and he won't let them hurt other people. And so, um, you got to be mindful of that. Don't even practice that thing where y'all practice making people think they got roaches crawling on them. If that if you really have a friend or that's a family member, don't practice that stuff on them. I mean honestly, you can practice that on the ground. You can practice it on a tin cup. I ain't telling you to do that. I'm just saying have respect for people. You know, people respect your right to do whatever you want to do. You need to respect theirs. And so sometimes darkness don't always see the way of the light that everybody has a right to their own salvation. They get mad at the name of Jesus and they just want to try and make everybody dark and with a small head. But if you want love and respect, you just got to start off with a little common courtesy. Because people are praying that you live and that you'll seek seek things for yourself and they're leaving you alone to do it folks will leave you alone to figure it out yourself just don't go around hurting people and that ain't never nice right nobody wants to get hurt that ain't nice nobody wants to lose their vision nobody wants to get sick nobody wants to get hurt nobody wants to lose their job His truth shall be thy shield and buckler, thou shalt not be afraid for the terrible night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come thee. Only thine eyes shall I behold and see the reward of the wicked." because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge even the most high thy habitation there shall no evil befall thee neither shall any player come nigh thy dwelling for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways they shall bear thee up in their hands lest thou dash thy foot against the stone thou shalt tread upon the lion and out of the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample on the feet because he has settled his love upon me Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He should call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Did y'all know that the name Mary is one of the most popular names in the world? That's because of the mother, mother Mary, mother of Jesus. The name Miriam is sorrow because of the lady in the Bible. Anyway. But the the name Mary. Is so cool. Because Mary was 15 years old. And a virgin. And she praying and talking to God. And God telling her. You going to be my baby mama. And she goes. Without question. Well be it unto me. Without question. You going to carry. The savior of the world. Now, she already know from her culture that there's going to be some backlash for this. But 15-year-old Mary is like, well, be it unto me, whatever you want to do, Lord God, I want to do. You trust me to carry your seed. All right, then. I'm going to do it. I understand they may try and stone me, but you are the living God. So I ain't going to worry about it. I know you got me. You're going to move me around all hurt, harm, and or danger. Now, what was Mary doing? Mary was honoring God. And she was standing against the doubts that she knew that were in her community. Because she had been proposed to by Joseph. He like, girl, you looking sweet now. He like 35. You looking sweet now. Come be my wife. She like, Okay. And then she pop up pregnant. He like, what? How this happened? Man, I know you young and whatnot, but man, I thought you was going to wait for me. She like, I am waiting for you. Well, how you get pregnant by the Lord? The Lord. The Lord made you pregnant, Mary. Yup. Be it unto me. And he like, I'm going to just divorce you Quietly. And God came to Joseph, and Joseph, he's like, yo, Joseph, that's my baby, man. That's my baby. And he took her whatever punishment she was going to get. Joseph's like, i take it. And and God's like, because you take her punishment, I'm going to take your punishment. I'm going to defeat death, hell, and the grave for you. I'm going to defeat death, hell, and the grave for all your children, all your offspring. You got me? Amen. You protect my seed that's in your woman's belly. And I'm going to protect your seed. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to bless you. So that name Mary, that ain't a weak name. All the Marys out there, girl, you got a biblical name. You ain't weak. You strong. All you Josephs out there, there ain't nothing weak about you, bruh. There ain't nothing doubtful about you, bruh. You got the best name. You got the best name. Mary and Joseph are the names that covered Jesus. Good God Almighty. Mary and Joseph covered Jesus, obeyed God. Mary and Joseph did something that Adam and Eve would not do. They obeyed God, even in all their doubts. They obeyed God, and they like get out of here, doubt. I believe God. Get out of here, doubt. Amen. They proved themselves trustworthy, and God's like, "Yeah, you good before my sight." All right, bro. I appreciate you. You ever t- said that to somebody? Man, you really bless me. Oh, I appreciate you. Whatever you want. Man, whatever you want. Let me know. I see what I can do because, man, you bless me. <laughs> and we don't say that to too many people because sometimes people go overboard. Remember you said whatever I want. I ain't say that means my spouse. What are you, crazy? <laughs> <coughs> uh, Isaiah fifty-four, <coughs> I'm on, verse thirteen. <coughs> Some people go overboard. <coughs> <coughs> got a mouthful of peanuts. So, Isaiah 54 says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and grace shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shalt thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the ways to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen? Amen. We just put on the whole armor of God. Don't forget, you can you support me, Kathy Brox, on Gerado.com on the uh, give page or subscription page. Hey Amen. You can do that at any amount. I appreciate you getting the gospel out. We got a bunch of we got, um, I got new things on the website, so please come to the website lutradio.com, peruse it, and um, let me know what you think. Um, I'm trying to put up uh, new and interesting things every day. Well, at least once a week, but um, so that's what we do. Um, with more money, I can do more, but right now it's just me doing everything. So I appreciate y'all, amen. Glory to God, hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. Do not be afraid to love people even when it looks weird. Like, for example, people that are unevenly yoked. Or you're not supposed to marry a person that's not of the same faith. Because it's like oil and water clashing. Light and darkness. And so, you want to be careful of that. And you want to ask God, even if you marry, even if you intend on marrying somebody of the same faith, ask God about who that is. Look, God, this person asked me to marry them, or I think they may ask me, or I'm thinking about asking this person to marry me. What say you, Lord? In the name of Jesus, talk to me. <laughs> Some people say even they'll even ask God, Lord God. I'm thinking about moving in with this guy. What do you think? You know God's answer is no. He don't want his his daughter shacking up with nobody. Why? Because if he ain't marriage material, you get pregnant, he going to leave you high and dry. Amen. Yeah, I ain't married. He don't owe you nothing. You got to weigh that stuff out and see what's what. Now, I ain't married. I ain't never been married. So I can't tell you. Only thing I can tell you is what's in the word of God. And I just want you to value yourself. So you can believe, you could believe God for your own apartment or your own house, your own building, your own, you know, whatever, you know, be blessed to be a blessing. And so anyway, I say, you know. Be a blessing. Be kind to everybody. Be be as kind as you can be as long as you're not a doormat. Be kind to people. And oftentimes you'll come across people that train their children up to act like adults. And um, those young folks that are acting like adults will often try and run you over and treat you like a doormat. Remember the kindness of God. Remember how kind God is to you. And move forward with that that'll make your door doormat. they'll try and they'll try and bring you beneath them and below them, and that's spirit that's witchcraft um, they'll even try and like ask you to read something and then draw the paper down so your head has to come down uh beneath your shoulders. Don't participate in that um and so, you just want to be careful about that kind of stuff. Stop practicing witchcraft on your family. <clears throat> it's not right. You do that, and you end up not allowing them to protect you, because God, you, you are in that family for a purpose. And a person that seems all docile to you is not docile. They have an assignment. And one of their assignments could be protecting you. It may be just with the word. One of my assignments was to protect one of my nephews. Another one was to protect Well, one day. I tell a story. I told this story before. He was knocking on the door trying to get in and I thought, I thought the door was unlocked, you know, because the kids was outside. You know, we just leave the door unlocked so they can come in and out. Uh, one of the other adults in the house locked the door. He locked both doors. This kid running from door. I'm going from door to door trying to figure out where he at. And he run around to the side. And I'm like, and I finally, um, go to the window. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, these men are chasing me. Like these men at you. I ch- see so closes the gate, and there was these two white men in a car chasing this eight-year-old little black boy. You know that ain't no good. So he said, "I was um I was down the street playing with my friends, and I was coming home. I guess he was coming home to get some water. And he says, and then I noticed these men following me in the car. And he says, I started running. When I started running, they sped up." And then I, he says I was at the front door, and I, I was—I thought the front door was open. He was banging at the door, and apparently they was gonna get out of the car. And um, he ran around the and climbed the gate around the side of the house because that gate is always—that gate was always locked—and climbed over the fence and started knocking on the side door. And I'm telling the other person in the house, open the door! Why are you just letting them? And he wouldn't open the door. He's like, well, he always begging on the door. I was like, something ain't right. And so I get up and I go open the door. I, I go look to the window. And he, you know, he, he, he closing the gate. And he, see, he hears me in the window. And then he get all confident because I'm in the window. I'm like, boy, what are you doing? These men. And those men saw me in the window. And they drove off. I said, well, come in the house. I go and I open the door. And he tells me everything that happened. And of course, I'm upset with the other adult in the house. So I'm like, I, you know, we leave the doors unlocked so these kids can come in the house. That's the whole point. If somebody chasing them, they need to be able to get in the house and lock the door behind them. And you locking the door so they can't get in. Don't prevent people. Don't prevent your children from escaping. If there's little kids in the house, don't lock them kids outside. Those kids need to be able to get in the house. If you ain't going to give them a key, don't lock the door on them. You see what I'm saying? They need to be able to get in the house. And those men had some bad intentions that they was going to do to that do to the child. You know they ain't had no good intentions. You can't be so impatient with kids. That you just lock them out the house and it's like throwing a child in a pool. Swim. What? They don't know how to swim. You ain't taught them. Well, they'll learn. Just drop them off in the lake. Drop them off in the pool. Don't do that to them. Be kind to kids. They're people too. Be kind to people. Be kind to people. You want people to be kind to you, you gotta be kind to them. And children, stop acting like adults. You ain't no adult. No matter how much witchcraft you practice, you can never outthink an adult. You can't outthink an adult. They have way too much experience. Even if you gain experience through the spirit, they still have more experience through you because theirs is natural. You're like, well, I can do this and this and this. But can you love See, that's what the spirit world doesn't give you, but life does. You can learn all these things in the spirit, learn how to do all these, maneuver all kinds of things with witchcraft. And, and I keep bring up witchcraft, but you know what I mean? Because, you know, Christians have powers, too. But we use the word of God. And so the things that we do, we do by the Holy Spirit. And it's not really us doing it. It's the Holy Spirit. But in witchcraft, again, witchcraft is people believing in a particular thing. And I'll be honest with you, it's not the person doing it. It's the demonic spirits doing it. But they're believing and they're directing the demonic spirits. They're manipulating the spirits. You ever seen a person make a plant grow? That's one of the things that they do they're manipulating everything everything that god made has a spirit has a life in it and they're manipulating that that life so anyway that's a whole other subject i'm not into wiccanism or witchcraft like i said to each his own if you want to be a christian be a christian if you want to be a muslim be a muslim if you want to be baha'i be baha'i if you want to be a witch. Be a witch. Ain't nobody going to stop you from doing that. That's your own free will. We really don't. We can't tell you what to do. We only give you the truth of God. And that's that Jesus loved you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We're going to ask that you not practice bad things on people. Not practice hurting people. Practice love. No matter what God you worship and what spiritual things you learn, if you don't learn to live and learn to love and receive love that is not perverted, it makes it difficult to live a life and to be happy. For example, real love will not have an adult having sex with a child. That's not real love. That's perversion. Real love will not charge you to have sex. That's prostitution. Real love will not put a consequence on blessing you. That's again, that's pimping. That's prostitution. Like for example, you in need of some money. And instead of giving you some money or helping you out, just genuine brotherly sisterly love they say things like oh well um, you know come sleep with these dudes for me and then I'll get your car or if you're sleeping with dudes and they paying him or her for you to sleep with them that's pimping you can go pimp yourself out if that's what you're gonna do I ain't telling you to do that but I'm saying if you're gonna be an entrepreneur that's on your back You might as well be the 100% entrepreneur. If you're going to bless somebody, just bless them. You ain't got to turn them out to bless them. If you're going to bless somebody, just bless them. You ain't got to make somebody a whore to bless them. Because I guarantee, when you get thirsty, you're just going to be like, could you just give me a drink of water? When you are thirsty... You want you are want you are going to want to have just a drink of water. That's you just want some water. Can I get some water? And they tell you, oh well, first you gotta eat these rocks. First you gotta first you gotta go build this house. For a drink of water? I can't have a drink of water till I build a house. I can't have a drink of water till I. Why? And you trying to you trying with all your might to try and figure out what is wrong that you you got a whole big container of water that stands from the ceiling to the floor. You got bottles of water all around, and you can't give that person one bottle of water one they gotta go perform some perverse act before you give them a bottle of water remember you are not here by yourself everybody needs somebody for help god uses people to bless you so don't be stingy with folks don't be so quick to give people your leftovers after you done gnawed on them. Oh, they are not good enough to have their own. They got to have your spit too. They, you, you got to test out every husband that comes into the family, or every wife that comes into the family. You got to have sex with them first to see if they know how to do it. You seen that movie, The Four Brothers, The Boss then told this dude, well, that girl is too much for you. You got to go ahead and let me hit that before you marry her. This dude wanted to have sex with this man's fiance because he didn't feel like this dude knew how to have sex with her. Like he wouldn't treat her right. She said yes to him, not to the boss. When you mistreat people, you end up losing your circle. But God says, even though you are such an ornery person, he wants to love you so that you'll know how to love others. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name, Lord Jesus. I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor and from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know it's commitment Jesus I will get this world for you I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God Amen. Congratulations, you just got saved. Amen. Woohoo! Glory to God. Now that you're saved, take authority over your life. Speak to any sickness in your body. Say, "I rebuke you, sickness," and I receive healing to my body. Amen. If you if you need if you want money in your accounts, command money to come into your accounts. Now don't say money from. The person down the street's account, come get into my account. Don't do that. you curse yourself. No, just call money to your account. It may be somebody that God told to bless you. So if God told you to bless somebody, go ahead and bless them. Because your delay in blessing them is going to delay somebody else from blessing you. I don't care how powerful you are in the spirit. You already know when you keep disobeying God, he will shut you down. Because he can't trust you. When you keep disobeying God, he will shut you down because he can't trust you. And the kind of shutting down he does is Moses go to sleep. Moses went to sleep and then Aaron went to sleep and Miriam went to sleep. Anyway, you got to be trustworthy before God. All right. Take your 10-week foundation courses on LUTJRadio.com. Uh pray. Uh, start off with the Lord's Prayer and read your Bible every day, starting off with the book of John. And I believe I pray that God will give you a, a Bible based church that you can uh grow and continue learning and uh learn about God and who you are in Him. Amen. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for every listener today. I pray, oh Lord God, that they were blessed by uh, the word today. And uh, I thank you, Lord God, for blessing and keeping them in your perfect peace, letting your face shine upon them. And I thank you, Lord God, uh, for your grace and mercy upon each and every person. And I thank you, Lord God, for letting that your continence be upon each and every person. I thank you, Lord God, that they are surrounded by your peace, Lord God. And they're not ashamed of the gospel and that they will give their testimony of salvation and speak on your testimony. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you. Amen. All right, y'all. This is Kathy Broxford, LUTGradio.com, WKKP, Digital Broadcasting, 102.4 FM. And please become a sponsor at any amount. And you can go to the Give tab to do that on LUTGradio.com. I thank you so much. I appreciate you. Share the link, Um, And um, I just appreciate you so much. All right. Thank you. God bless. Have a great day.